So yesterday, my wife comes to me and she tells me, you know, um, I'm great at a manager. I like being a manager. And you know what? Because of all the shuffling around that's going on in my company um, and people leaving, people not feeling like they're getting the right um, money they deserve or promotion they deserve. Eventually, you know, um, she will be moved up because of her experience and also because of default. So, you know, in the tax world, this is there's lots of different levels. So, you know, right now um, she's a manager and the next level she'll become a senior manager. And then from there, I believe it's um, a director and then partner. And then obviously there's different levels between all of that, too. So, you know, part of the concern that she has when this type of stuff happens, you know, everybody, you think you're so happy because you get more money, you get more notoriety, more responsibility, and all those things are great. But the fact is, a lot of people are also very content at where they are. They like to do what they do, and they don't feel like that they're people, 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 if that makes sense. So, you know, when you, as you move up, there there is an inherent um task that comes with it and that means you have to be more visible to the customer you have to be talking more um to to staff and for people who can be you know very good at what they do even a subject matter expert at what they do you know going into these different areas um is not always something they want so the money is always attractive but for a lot of people that concern is really out there too so you know when when she told me about this you know my first reaction because i'm i'm the opposite you know i'm like give me more responsibility give me more money i'll talk to anybody i'll get in front of the customer i'll make presentations you know whatever but frankly i i think people who are probably more hesitant um to get in front of them are actually probably better because they're more nervous about it and as a result they prepare more so you, you know uh, and I know that she's going to be really great at it. She's going to be excellent because that's who she is. She kills it at, at preparing, uh, knowing her work very well. And she just needs to get better at a little bit more of the public speaking side of it. But my advice to her was, you know, listen, if, if they have kept you on this long and they want to promote you, it's for a reason. They see something in you um, that they think is going to make the company a lot better. So... Before you even start to worry, before you do anything, you have to understand these companies that you're with, larger companies, even middle companies, you know, if you, if for some reason you do something that you mess up, if you do something stupid that, that really messes up the company or even embarrasses them a little bit, you're going to get some support. There is a support system in every company. You know, when you move up levels, you the, the other managers, the directors and stuff, they don't just, you know, promote based on skill and talent. They, they, they promote based on people they like, people that they can talk to, people they can work with. That's a fact, you know, and, and a lot of people can't get over that. They, 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 they work and work and they work. They put in 10, 12 hours and they wonder why they don't get promoted. Well, the fact is, you know, directors and managers and partners, they're all people too. And in the end, they want to be able to work with somebody they like, that they can trust. You know, doing the work is is the basic foundation, but the next level is trust and the level above that is friendship. The more you become 
um, trusted, then the more you become friends with the people in higher positions, the more that they're going to want to help you. So in these type of situations, you have to understand. And you know, I tell her, listen, you're. I can. I already know she's she's close with her with her boss, and she's close with her boss's boss. They 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 hang out. They do the the cocktail sometimes after lunch. They go out to lunch together. Um, you know they they can talk to each other as friends. So my my advice is don't don't worry until just keep pushing until something happens. When when somebody comes to you and say, hey, you know what, you sh- maybe you should have said this instead of that. Maybe you could have presented it in this way and that way. And even then, that's really just helpful criticism. You know, uh, very rarely are you going to be in a situation where I think that you're going to get in a in a very negative um, you know response to something you do. But even in that situation. You know, if you continue to learn, if you continue to push through those um, those obstacles, and you you just say yes, I messed up. Then you don't don't try to hide. Don't don't say no, I didn't mess up. Don't get defensive. But the last, the worst thing you can ever do that looks bad to everybody is when there is a general consensus that you should have done something different, but yet you continue to be defensive about that. That is a horrible trait to have, and that is usually the number one thing people look for in interviews in the very beginning so that you don't get hired if you have that bad trait being defensive when someone's trying to give you positive criticism is is um the nail in the coffin so even and this is the very tough thing to do you know people who don't get criticism a lot people who don't get rejections a lot um any rejection or any criticism can come off as very negative and then your fight or flight you know um emotions um get get involved and you become defensive and when you become defensive people see that right away and then they they say okay now now i can't be honest with this person now i have to sugarcoat it or or i have to somehow go around them or i need to do something else to fix this problem and to take care of this person if i can't talk to them openly and directly about what they need to improve on so just try and keep that in mind. And, you know, if you run into the same situation where you are moving up and you're maybe nervous about that, about the added responsibilities, just remember that the people around you are there to help you um, and lean on them if you feel like it. You know, if you have a presentation to share, share it with the people that plan to be there. That's that's going to be on your side that you know that can be your confidant. And um, it may be silly and you may need a lot of help with it. But um, the the best thing about it is... If you're a person with decent EQ, which means emotional intelligence, you're going to be able to adjust very quickly. You know, if you're way off target, that's fine. Now just readjust your target. Readjust your target to what what they believe is the, you know, the the basic standard for what needs to be presented or the standard of work that needs to be presented and then go from there. Adjust your target significantly, realign, you know, reformat and then when you get your version, your your draft version two, do the same process. Do it one more time. Now, if you're not too far away, they say, okay, just a little, little tweak here, a little tweak there, then that's fine. You know, um, then you can make some decisions. You can say, well, actually, you know, my opinion is I want to do it this way. And um, if there's a little disagreement, that's fine. But you know now, at least you're not way off target. And the little things that you may not be in perfect alignment with everyone else on your team is 
it, you you have a reason, you have a justification for it, you have your opinion for why that needs to be that way. So that's my life lesson for today. It's a very small one. I plan on doing a lot more of these. Hope you enjoy. And also, um, this is my first podcast. Um, what you will start to see more is I'm gonna start interviewing a lot of real estate professionals in the Southern California. Um, real estate industry. I like. I'm gonna just try in- interviewing everybody and everyone. I think everyone has something to teach us, and everyone's story is very interesting. Whether it's their first flip, their their tenth multifamily, um, their lending on on townhomes development, whatever it is. You know, there's there's just a wealth of information in this in this industry specifically, in this location, and I hope everybody enjoys it. Okay, that's all I have for today. Thank you.